Hi, welcome to Suplex the Sticks, a gaming podcast. It's your boy David, and I'm here joined with Seth. Hello. I decided to do that short and abbreviated. I was like, wait, I was waiting for like a little thing. We've got Crispy Chris over here. That's right. I don't know why I went with Crispy Chris. That's a Crispy Cream. And we are going to go with... Andrea, who believes we're all under the control under the control of the brain control program of MK Ultra, Maxwell. Maxwell <laughs> Fact. This man only speaks facts. It kept us away for three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. We had to fight it. The fa- we had to fight week, the facts. Um, we had to fight the facts. That our internet sucks. Yeah. The great hobby that we all partake in, besides Seth, really consumed. Most of our energy last week, um, and I was away seeing. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> he didn't so say I just, it to yeah, try yeah. me. It, it took me a second to process what you were talking about. He was trying to um, ease it into where you didn't realize what he was talking about. So that's why we were gone last week. It was kind of difficult, um, but we're back this week. And we're very happy to be back. And I'm very happy to have both of you back as well. Welcome back. Oh, thanks. Um, Yay! Guess who's back? (laughs) Back again. Um, So I hope that with the last month that you guys have been out that you've had time to play video games. (laughs) Great segue. uh, (laughs) To um, throw me under the bus. (laughs) Here it is. Um, But what if, uh, I mean, you guys can choose who goes first. you know, you definitely need to go first to save this episode. I don't have much oh, to talk about. Save us, oh, no. save us, Andrea. Save us, please. <laughs> I will save you guys. So, about probably three weeks ago. Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, so I haven't played a lot on my Switch because um, our kiddos, like they have like a reinforcement system, and they've been choosing to. Uh, play my Switch games <laughs> as a reinforcer. She's laughing because I picked up on what she's going to talk about because I had no idea at first. Yeah, so I haven't had my Switch. I've had my Switch, but I haven't had, like, every week some Switch game will come. I won't have it. Yeah. And for a weekend or something. And Melissa has my Kirby right now because she's in Hawaii. But I did play... A couple weeks ago, I played Scribblenauts Showdown. Mm. Oh, okay. Which is super fun. Ah, wow. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Which is super fun. I do really enjoy it. Um, It's it's satiating my need for a Mario Party right now. Um, I haven't played with actual people yet. I've just been playing against the computer the couple times I played. Um, And it's really fun. Uh, I like that you have to type in a word and that's pretty much what you have for that game like if a game is like who can eat this the fastest if you type in like i don't know a cake versus a chocolate chip you're going to eat more chocolate chips than a cake and so you really it's cool that you have to be strategic in that way um and then i played like the sandbox mode the sandbox mode is more so where the words come into play yeah a good vernacular so I'm still trying to figure out what I'm supposed to do because it's really weird. Like I, I of course I haven't looked anything up online yet, and I probably should have. But um, the I'm just like walking around this little area, and it's only like a two-story area of like the jungle, and there's like random things going on. But it's like there's nothing for me to collect. There's nothing. There's no doors that open up into a new area. It's literally just like a small, tiny box that's two stories with some people that you can kill or some people you can kill i think is an understatement there's a lot of shenanigans in this the the amount of shenanigans per perimeter is pretty high not in the one that i played though it was really small and i couldn't figure out like what to do and again i was like typing in a bunch of random stuff i was like trying to catch the snake with this box that I made out of thin air. And, like, that kind of stuff is cool, but because I have, like, no real objective, I'm like, what am I doing? Maybe that's the point. Maybe. Maybe it is a point. And so I'm going to keep trying to figure it out, um, and hopefully next week I can give an update on that. But other than that, I love, like, the actual showdown mode. It's super fun. 
Um, and that's it. That's all I've been playing. Scribble Knots. Scribble Knots Showdown. Nice. I, I, I'm glad that I heard good things because mostly what I've read on the internet has been people frustrated that's kind of a stripped down version of the other ones. I never played the other ones. Oh, okay. And so maybe if I played the other ones, I would have the same feelings. But because yeah. I'm fresh into this, I'm like, this is kind of neat. Okay. I think so they, they did want to capitalize on there being no Mario Party. They put a lot into the actual yeah, yeah. like the showdown mode, the multiplayer-esque mode. Yeah, and it's, yeah, and it's I definitely love it. It is it is super fun. And you get to dress up your character a bunch of different ways. Like, I think I am like a monster on my top half, but like a ballerina on my bottom half. It's just nice. I like it. Really cool. You're a trap, basically. I am a trap. Yeah, you're a trap. So, <laughs> uh, um, Chris, what have you played this? Uh, um. This week, nothing much. You can you can say the game that you've been playing, <laughs> even though we talked about it a lot. Um, I played some Far Cry Five, not as much as David and Seth. Well, yeah, I mean um, we've beaten the game, so we 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 beat it. Yeah, fam, rub it in. Um, I had started playing it by myself, and then my buddy Spencer, shout out, longtime listener. Uh, he bought it on PS4, I think, because he felt bad for me. He had, lifetime friend. He had already beat it on Xbox and then bought it for me on PS4. So that's dedication. That's, that's really commitment. nice. That's also one and a half more times than I wanted to buy it. So congrats to him. <laughs> so you're saying you would have paid half price is what you're saying. I would have, I I was, that, I would have, that was a $30 game. I picked up on it. Um, I, uh, hmm. So, not to, I don't know, I'm kind of, I guess that's kind of blah is where, where I'm at, I guess. Uh, uh, surprisingly, I do agree with a lot of the stuff you guys said, which you thought I probably wouldn't. Um, surprisingly. We definitely didn't think you would. Uh, what'd you say, Seth? Uh, surprisingly, I thought that was, it's funny that you're surprised. <laughs> it's funny that I'm surprised? Yeah. You, you probably thought I was going to be like, it's a 10 out of 10 or something. It's a 10 out of 10. Um, I do love Far Cry. Um, I think they had a lot of great ideas. I do love the way the map works. They stole a page out of Ghost Recon Wildlands book with the territories and stuff. Um, on the surface, I thought that was going to work really well um, until we get into the marked kind of, you're marked, you're put in this different direction. Although I will say when you're marked, you obviously don't want to be marked, so it is fun to play the game of how... You guys probably played it. How long so, How long will it take before they shoot you with the So dogs? it's very frustrating. I had, like I think I talked about it in last, the last episode. The one time we were got marked, we were flying in the oh, sky. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of, hun- huh. hundreds of no feet up in the air in a helicopter. Huh. In a helicopter, and they got both of us. Wow, yeah. That's, that's, a little, that's a little... And wild. I'm just like... Oh, I'm I'm feeling bliss. Uh, oh God! Oh God! And then boom, story. Yeah. And I'm like, did I land this helicopter? Did I crash? Did and then die? they took my body. It's so weird but- too because I like I specifically remember the first time it happened to us. Like you could actually see guys drive up and get out of the car and attack you. Yeah. And, yeah. But then like yep. every single time after that, it was just like automatic. Oh, you're drugged. Um. Yeah. um I was I was having I didn't understand your guys' gripes until we got marked like the first or second like the first time it's like oh we gotta outrun this you don't really know what you're in yeah. for the first right. time you get marked and then the second time I got marked Spencer's like yeah dude this is pretty much what we gotta do when we get marked and I was like okay well that that kind of sucks you just sit there and may, let it happen you start to do like the let's not do anything. Let's not get any research points and do what we want to yeah. do because if we get research points, we're gonna get marked, which I think is a really crappy way to have to like target your like target your trajectory of how to play. Yeah. Um, and then another instance happened that really frustrated me. Andrea was watching me is I had to steal this guy's car, and I literally had I literally did this Dukes of Hazard maneuver where I like ghost rode the ghost rode the car I was driving into his car, jumped out, rolled right in front of him, and literally shot him in the face. Probably about ten times, and he was still alive, <laughs> and like ran me and, and ran me over, and I I was, was so, so frustrated. Um, so I, I can vouch for the fact that 
That game's bullet physics are amazing. Very strange. I shot a guy. I shot a guy out of the driver's seat in a helicopter from like hundreds of feet away, and I just shot random bullets at it, and all of a sudden the vehicle stopped and Seth goes, "You didn't just shoot that guy out of it, did you?" And we stopped and legit. I shot the guy out of it. Yeah, you weren't even aiming for him. You were just shooting at him. It just kind of happened. Also, I do, I do. This is one weird thing. Um, like at some point in the game, it was in some chase where you where you're in a car, but the guy driving tells you to like to shoot the tires out of the other cars. I don't know if it was right at the beginning or a different one, but I swear that's not a thing in the game at all. No, it's like, I've not. Like, I've yeah. tried to do it, but it doesn't do anything. And so I thought, in, in hindsight, it's kind of hilarious that the guy says, oh, do this, and then it doesn't actually do anything. Yeah, so, um, long story short, I mean, I don't want to I don't want to have another full I, Far Cry I wanted you episode. to like the game. I'm, uh, I'm not, like, not I wanted it to be good for you because I know how excited you are. I like, I like it, but I definitely can agree with you guys on... Some of the execute, like the execution's really bad. Where it needs to be really good, yeah. um, like this, the, the the you've got a great cast of characters that you could have exploited, and I do like the cutscenes that I've seen, and I just wish they were more natural. Then you get marked here. You are on this. So have you finished any of the territories? No, yet? I haven't finished any of the territories. Wait till you finish a territory and then get. All of the backstory that you probably should have gotten before you finished the territory. Um, But like I said, booting up the game, I love the way they do the the perks now, the way to get your perks, because it used to be you had these dead set, like, tiers that you had to move up, and I hated those. So I do like the way that you can just get perk points and spend them on whatever you want. That, to me, is awesome. Uh, I love the way the map is built. Um, I love the territories, because it reminds me a lot of Ghost Recon Wildlands. Which is really easy to, or Tom Clancy goes through Conrad Lands, which is really easy to navigate. And I feel like the map's really easy to navigate. Uh, the story should have been there so far. You know, the characters are great. It's just like, I wish I was getting story while I was doing the fun stuff versus, you know, kind of just getting marked and being forced to do it, especially if you lose track of how many research points you have. Yeah. Um, Overall, I'm definitely having a lot of fun. I definitely want to finish it, but it is a little, it's a little frustrating thinking of like Far Cry 4 and Far Cry 3. Uh, you got the story as you went, and I don't know why. I don't know why you would change that formula. That just seems really odd, especially Far Cry 3, with one of the best villains to ever live in a video game in the universe. Arguably so, I guess, but everybody here can agree that they at least like him and appreciate him. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you'd have another really good character that I feel could be awesome. Um, he reminds me a lot of Father Comstock from Bioshock Infinite, which is a great character. I get, I get, I get Father Comstock vibes. But Booker is Comstock. From what you guys have told me and from... Yeah, you're right. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I mean, that game is really old. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, I can't fault them for that. The game's old. If you haven't played Bioshock Infinite by now, you're probably so never So now played. we need to talk about the lighthouses. Oh, my God. And the fact that there's always a lighthouse. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, the prepper stashes are really cool. I did like the pre- I do like the prepper stashes. Um, you just, really, the main part of the game you're missing is that wingsuit. You need to unlock I need the wingsuit that, like, for sure. The wingsuit so, I mean, is the, mo- is the bomb. Uh, Surprisingly, I do agree with David and Seth on most, and maybe that's because I'm being too critical, because I have invested a lot of time into the Far Cry franchise. Needless to say, I'm excited for Far Cry 3 to be remastered when they release it. I bought the season pass, and I'm still excited for the season pass stuff, too. I'll play it, and I'll finish the game. I won't talk about it, because we've talked about it a lot, but I'll get there. And there's other games coming out that we'll talk about in probably a few minutes, so... Yeah. Once you beat it, uh, we will have to talk about the end. That's fine. Because the end is... It's something. You're going to want to talk about it. That's fine. Because it's definitely an experience. We'll do a throwback episode. Uh, um, I, know, I know I... Sorry, David. I know I owe a lot of listeners and a way out playthrough, and Andrea and, and I will be getting to that. And then I could obviously... I can play it with David and Seth because I can just send them the code. Yeah. So we could all play it, but... I thought only I two people could listen. play it. I don't know. I don't know if they cut you off on codes or what. No, but I mean, can't only two oh. people play it at a time? Yeah, but like, I can, I can, uh, because I bought the game, I'm pretty sure I can send you guys the invite to join in. 
So, so what? Seth, right, but what I'm saying is we so can't all. Seth is saying you can't have more than two people. No, 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 no yeah, yeah. But I'm saying if it's, it's only a six-hour yeah, yeah. game. Yeah. So I could beat it with Andrea. Then if Seth wants to play, David wants to play. I know I owe listeners a playthrough of that, and I will uh, play that. So that's what I've been playing. Not as exciting. We did have a lot of bullcrap going on per everybody else on this cast. We were sorry we were gone. Uh, I will be playing God of War religiously. I've already talked to the wife about it. It's going to happen. Yeah, I expect to have that beat by next Wednesday. I don't. That's a lofty goal, but I will have a great chunk. By next Wednesday? Ooh. Yeah. It's a 30-hour game. You're going to power play that. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to play it like me. (laughs) You're going to play that bad boy like Seth. Um, So... Uh, I'll go next. Since I'm All right, fine. Uh, but I played a game that maybe uh, none of you would have expected that I decided to play this past week. Was it a JRPG? Um, no. No, 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 no. Um, I, I mean, I played a little bit of that. I still don't feel I've played enough of that to talk about. Uh. Um, but I did play a solid five hours. Of I thought you were going to say five minutes. Night. Um of League of Legends with some people. Whoa! And uh, my coworkers were have they they haven't been bothering me to play, but they're like, man, I just because um, I really enjoyed playing Diablo, and um, they're like, listen, if you like playing Diablo, you should at least decently like playing uh, League. And so I've always kind of avoided it. They're like, no, no, no. Um, and then I bought my friend Nick's iMac from him so I could maybe do some video editing, do videos for you guys, um, make it easier to edit at home, stuff like that. Um, so I figured I can. this thing can run League, so why not download League and play it? And so I played it with them the other night, and we only played against bots, which apparently is how you should start in that game anyways. Um, but it was really uh, enjoyable. It was basically PvP Diablo, uh, at least in my mind, because you have to you have to employ the strategy of like kiting, um, which is high level Diablo stuff when you're playing on the higher difficulties. Um, you want to string the enemies along like a kite, which is why it's called kiting, and you kind of do that um, in League. And so I don't see myself spending money on it, um, but I did really enjoy playing it with, uh, I mean, it was a full group of five of coworkers and people that I knew. Um, shout out to Michael Radcliffe and Daniel and Cameron and Steven. Hope you guys are listening. Um, no. Yes, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. I was just wondering if Michael and Daniel Daniel. were I know, I know Mikey Radcliffe. And so, God bless you. Uh, famously of NPR, uh, um, but uh, shout out to them. We had a good time playing, um, and I really enjoyed it. I played as the. I don't remember their names. I just remember their gimmick basically, and so I played as the female rock. And she commanded Ghost Tentacles. I like playing as her. I don't remember I like Ghost her name. Tentacles. And I also played as this cat that had a boomerang. And whenever I took enough damage as the cat, I turned into an angry cat and got bigger and did more damage. I mean, and so those were both pretty fun to play. You guys want uh, cat stories? <laughs> um, and so it was. It was. It was enjoyable. Um, I also have been playing. Um, the Fractured But Whole, which I won't go too far into because Seth did a really good job covering it. He did, I agree. Um, Thank you, guys. uh, It's really enjoyable to play it with Marianne and have her watch it because it's basically, she's just watching an episode of the show that I'm kind of controlling. And so it's, it's really neat. It's probably been one of the video games that she's been the most engaged watching me play because it's you know, it's, it's very um, digestible. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. I, I dabbled a little bit in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, which is what Seth was getting at, because um, I bought a stand for my coffee table to hold my Switch. Yes, yes, yes. And so now whenever I'm catching up on TV shows that I can um, digest uh, in the background, I have 
that holding my Switch. So. I don't know how you do that, dude. It's fun. It still amazes me how you can watch, like, hour-long episodes of stuff while playing the Switch. My attention span does not work like that. It's, I mean, if it's... It's a talent, dude. If it's something passive, like... I mean, I really enjoy The Flash, but The Flash has a lot of filler content in mm-hmm. between important story beats, so you can kind of tune some of that out or, you know... Pick, pick it back up or like um, Seth is going to hate this when you're watching wrestling and there's boring stuff on no, I can de- you now can that I can definitely get behind you can just you know filter it out I can definitely get behind that tune back in when something good happens which is never um, <laughs> um, but yeah that's uh, that's that's um, that's it for me really I'm excited to play more league and I never thought I'd say that before but yeah me neither um I got I played it with them and then they left for a conference so I haven't really had friends to play with since then. Um so now that they're back I'm excited to you know that there's a multiplayer game that I can kind of get back into. Nice. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's awesome dude. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh trust me I didn't either. <laughs> um but uh Seth what have you been playing? Uh well let's see. I Around the same time that we beat uh, Far Cry, I finished uh, Nino Kuni. Um, the ending was kind of disappointing, uh, which is something that I had read about the game. Um, it didn't. It didn't necessarily sour my uh, the the over, my my feelings overall for it. Um, but you know, it I, I was sort of overall kind of left wanting a little bit uh, of a game that was a bit more complex, I guess, uh, like story-wise than, than what I got. But that, that, the game itself was still a lot of fun to play. Um, so I liked it. Um, I Oh, yeah, and I started... Uh, I, was, I was sort of... For a while, I didn't really... I was like, I want to I wanna start something, but I don't really know what to play. Um, and, I just, and I went and looked, and I realized I still had a... All these game, the, these multiple games that I bought uh, on like, um, I think it was Black Friday last year. Uh, so I started playing <laughs> Persona Five. Yeah, yeah, I've been waiting for you to start that. I've been excited to hear your takes on it. Uh, and I gotta say, it is. Um, I don't know how like far I am. Um, if I if I'm guessing. If I can correctly assume what what the theme of of like the the, the story like the dungeons that I'm working through, I guess I am three sevenths of the way through. Uh, I don't know how much like <laughs> okay. what kind of percentage that is, um, but yeah, I I'm really liking it. It it's it's been super fun. Um, of course, it is you know it is a, a JRPG, which seems to be the only thing that I talk about on here. Um, and it is it is very Japanese. In fact, it takes place in Tokyo, um, okay. which I'm finding I, I actually have ga- games like that seem to they they really grab me because you because you look at like um, uh, the Digimon Hacker's Memory also took place in Tokyo, and you go back to like the World Ends with You um, that took place there. So it, it's something about like I'm the so excited for that to get re-released. The, on the yeah, yeah, something about like the. The, the realistic setting um, is, I, I guess, because it, it's not like a typical thing where you. It's typically not a a place where you will find these kind of fan, fantasy storylines going on. Um, so it it it's it's got a unique kind of novelty to it. That's pretty cool. Um, right. The game is great. It's got this this incredible like style to it. Like the music is really like um, it's kind of like jazzy and 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 really disco flavored and. And all the the characters, while they're they're sort of the your your typical um, anime kind of trope tropey characters, they're all great, and it, it's got a it's it's got a great sense of humor. Um, the battles are fun, uh, and you know, and it's got this. Of course, it has this this seemingly endless monster collecting aspect to it. So, God knows, I'll be playing it forever until I get all of them. <laughs> So it's got shades of Pokemon, yeah, then. which is always a nice. always a, a a go-to to get me hooked on a game. Um, yeah, and and you you guys know how I love games with the, all these these mounds of of overlapping systems that 
that are very impossible to to explain on on this audio <laughs> format. And this game has tons of them. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Which I'm really enjoying it. Makes me happy. It's it, I, it is a very I really good game. I want to play this game, man. I what? I've been I promised myself I wouldn't buy it because I was just gonna play it when you were done with it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to get it from you. Yeah, it's it's it, it's pretty great. I'm uh I'm I'm definitely definitely psyched to to play more of it and to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so with that, I figured we should catch you guys up really quick on the winner of the March Madness. Oh, I listened. Which was Darth Revan. I'm okay with that. I agree. So did you? I also agree. Do you have any gripes uh, you know, with our uh, with with our choices? The coon sucks. <laughs> I knew it. There was way too much Cthulhu talk. <laughs> there was a lot, but what? Well, I would have been okay with it, but you guys didn't use Cthulhu in the beginning. In the beginning. We did. We did. did yeah, you? we brought it up when. Yeah, but I feel oh, like yeah. it was more prevalent in the end rounds. Well, he didn't need it until yeah. Then. <laughs> it, it, near the end, it became based like solely on power, and so it, when you're bringing out the big guns, you have to bring out the big guns. I thought the Darth Revan uh, Cole McGrath talk was top shelf. Yeah. That was very scientific. I liked it too. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I like I like how you guys gave me props on seeding because seeding all these characters sucked balls. Um, so I, I appreciate the fact that you guys were okay with the way I seeded things. Uh, I thought it was cool that uh, two number ones faced each other. I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I also liked how far Juliet Starling Yeah, got. that was insane. That was your, that, what that was, was it, Chicago? Yeah, Loyola. Loyola? <laughs> Loyola? Yeah. yeah she, uh, one thing you guys don't know about Juliet Starling, and I forgot what battle, she still would have lost, but uh, there was a battle where you guys were having trouble, I think, placing her, and she does have this, like, rainbow Mario Kart star power that yeah. she can kick off uh. that basically makes her, like, God. Yeah. Um, okay, see, I didn't know that. Um, and you would basically touch her, and she would annihilate you. Yeah. Because in the game, you activate it. It's kind of like Star Power in Mario Kart or Guitar Hero. You pick your poison, and she just demolishes everything. Um, but you guys had picked her to win whatever the matchup was, but then I think she went against Revan, and, of course, she's going to yeah. get demolished. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was the thing with Revan. It was, was kind of like he, he, he was definitely a guy that stood out from the beginning that – that was like, well, if these are going to be fights, there's not really any way anyone's going to beat him. And yeah, so that's yeah. why I tried, like, especially with the, the Cole thing, I tried to be like, well, that I was, think there is there is some ways that this could work, but it would it would take, you know, it, it would be, it'd be difficult. It was a good, I thought it was a good tournament overall. I hated to see Kratos go out in the first breaking <laughs> round, but, you know, I'll take it. There's upsets. It's uh, all about the matchups. Who? Who was it that got upset this year? I can't even remember. There's a lot. Um, well, there was a ton of. Who was, who was that number one seed that lost in the first round, though? Bowser. No, no, in. Oh yeah, Virginia. Virginia. Yeah, Virginia lost. They were favored to win the whole thing, and they they were my pick. First game. Yeah. Yeah. They lost their first game, so he, Kratos was Virginia. Kratos was Virginia. True, true. No, but I, I liked it a lot. You guys did a fantastic job. Uh, I liked. I think uh, next year. As long as we're still doing this, the seating I think works, and then we'll we'll put more depth into it. You can always get more in depth with how crazy you can go. Oh with yeah. This. But I think you definitely. I think the winner was definitely well deserved. Maybe we won't put him in next year. Yeah. Because like yeah, Seth definitely. said, it's really hard to find a way to beat him. Yeah. I mean, he's probably I don't know, arguably the most powerful force user ever. So. It, it's did, hard to beat him. I did like the scenario-based matches. Yeah, I, I think it, I thought that was as fun. much as it boned, you know, one of my picks to win. I mean, it, it boned Big Daddy too. It, it definitely made things super interesting. Poor Nathan Drake still can never get out of the first round. I know. <laughs> I'm okay with that. One day he will. One day he will get out of that first round, and we will have a party in his honor. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll play the theme song. We'll see about that. Um, alright. Um, so does anyone have any news they want to talk about? There's been a weird, uh, amount of news, and I've, something fun that I would like to 
kickoff. Kick it off. Here's the Very frustrating because this is something that I believe that me and Seth would probably do to our friends. Um, the, the developer of Darksiders 3 and Biomutant, uh, or the publisher, they are skipping E3 to watch the World Cup. That is That's hilarious. kind of amazing. Uh, but also, I was really hoping to see more about Biomutant, so that's kind of not yeah, amazing. that's insane, that- to be honest. Um, you yeah. can get feeds in the freaking center. Can't can't you just like be in like a press box or something and watch the game and then go do your thing and like pause the game and then come back? Their exact statement were was it is with great regret that we at THQ Nordic must report that we will be unable to miss a single moment of this great sporting event. <laughs> Therefore, we will be forced to stay in our lovely Viennese beer gardens, <laughs> blowing the froth off a couple, watching football, and one or two cool press conferences on Twitch. Looking at you, Devolver, instead of rocking it ourselves. <laughs> so at least they gave like credit Whoa. to Devolver, but very weird that... Um, but they're apparently they plan on being at Gamescom in August. Yeah, that's that's so, the only thing. There nowadays there are a bunch of these kind of showcases. None of them are as, are are as big as E3 certainly, but there there are there's no lack of opportunities to showcase a, a game these days. Right. You're not wrong. Speaking of Devolver, that segues into a game that I'm really excited to play after God of War. And it's called The Sword of Ditto. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That looks if, so fun. I don't know if you guys have seen anything. I have. But I'm, I'm super excited to play it. $20 purchase. Devolver, I feel like, can't do any wrong. Is that coming out on the Switch? No. Uh, it's, I, I, no, it's just PS4, I, I, Xbox. It's on Xbox? Are you sure? Is it just Yeah, because I, I specifically remember when, when it was first showcased at E3. I was like, oh, that yeah, looks so awesome. Oh, wait, Steam, I don't right? have a PS4. PS4, PC, and Microsoft Windows, yeah. Oh. So you can't play it on Microsoft Windows, you just can't play it on Xbox. Uh, right. Okay, gotcha. Super excited about it. Uh, I definitely feel like it's a cute little game to play with my wife, and Devolver has a sick, twisted sense of humor, and they make great games. So sign me up. I'll be there. Yeah, it looks fun. It definitely looks interesting. It looks kind of like uh, um, Fat Princess-esque with the art style. Um, I I feel like it also looks kind of like Cuphead when you're in, like, the map areas. Yeah. That's what it... Like the navigation. That's what it made me think of. But I'm super excited. $20. Take my money. Here you go. Here it is. Um, speaking of indie games, uh, one that my friends have been bothering me to play a lot, um, Terraria, they, their sequel got canceled. Oh, uh, Terraria Otherworld. Um, they just basically were behind schedule and they wanted to focus in their development, so they canceled it. Too bad. Um, yeah, too bad. I didn't, I didn't I know that the existed. First one, but me neither. And my kids are my kids that we service, um, that we work with are obsessed with Terraria, and I had no idea they were working on a sequel. Um, other indie news: NBA Playgrounds Two was announced. Um, it took so long to make the first one playable. Like I just don't get it. Just add whatever. Just add it. In. You're right. No Man's Sky will be on Xbox One June 29th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. According to a leak, which, you know, no one cares about. <laughs> Man, tell them how you really feel. Why would you even say it if you knew that no one cared? Because I wanted to get a dig in at them. I wanted them to feel mm. it. Because they care about what we say. Did you ever play that? Um, yeah, remember you came over to my house. Oh, that's it. right, yeah. It was... Incredibly boring. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, uh, Jason Schreier, who I've lauded um, his name before, did a big uh, um, article about uh, the, the developer of Mafia 3, Hangar 13, um, and basically... Uh, he found out during this whole research and exploring why the developer was closed down and stuff um, about 
had a neighboring secret studio, um, codenamed Parkside, that they are working on a top secret Bioshock product or project. And uh, one of the people on this panel is a very, very large Bioshock fan. Um, is it me? Yeah. You might know her as Andrea. <laughs> oh. <laughs> her? <laughs> it, it's her, Seth. I'm still a little bit nervous because, I mean, I was perfectly okay with the Bioshock series being done. I think you were okay with it being done because you had to. You thought that's what you had to accept. You were forced to accept. Right. So you being. I just am worried about the writing, and I mean, if they do like a spinoff, I'm sure it'd be cool. I don't know. I just don't know what to expect. Is kind of where I'm going. Let's phrase this question. A lot of people who may listen to you that don't know you, you know, don't realize that you once had a bathroom that was dedicated to Bioshock. You have an, half of your art room is dedicated to this game. You've owned it on everything pretty much it's ever came out on. It is definitely your favorite game, point blank. What would you like to see in a new Bioshock game? Um, Ooh, this is a good question. Would you like to see Oh, lighthouse? you jerk. I was going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Do you want to see a lighthouse? Uh, Damn it. I mean, there has to be a lighthouse. Yes. Mm-hmm. Duh. Duh. And a man. I mean, I would like to see it more um, like the original Bioshocks and not Infinite. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the underwater city. I mean, I liked the air city too, but... I like the underwater city the best. However, like, like the best. I just feel like I don't know. Like I'm just nervous. I don't know what to expect. That's not what I, asked. I look, know. Look. I said so. You. What, what do, do I you want, want from a new Bioshock game? What if do it's you coming want? from an off company, doesn't matter. Yes, it does matter. If no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. What I'm saying is, I give you a blank piece of paper. And I, it's yeah, a formal yeah. essay. It's, it's too broad a subject. She can't focus her, her thoughts you, that way. I'll tell you what, Thank you, Seth. I'm a little disappointed that it's your favorite. If you told me, what do I want from Gears of War 5, I could literally write 15 paragraphs as to what Okay, I want. here's what I would want. Here's what I would want. I would want a prequel to the whole thing of Rapture and how that became... Like, like literally the story of it. Mm-hmm. So like a Telltale-esque game. I don't want it to be Telltale. I don't want like a point and shoot. I still want like the same type of game, but like the story-wise, how did like I want to see the evolution of Rapture. Mm-hmm. I want to see the building of it. I want to mm-hmm. see it grow. How would you feel would if want. they renamed it Bioshocker? I mean, that kind of sounds like a sex <laughs> So the way I see it, if, if, so assuming that it is not formally connected to either of the other two ones, they, they've had a, a city underwater and a city in the sky. That leaves only two options, a city underground or a city in space. I mean, I... I think I would want the underground one over the space one, only because I've, there's been so many games in space and not a lot of games underground, and I think that would be cool. Mm, that's true. I, I would want to see a game where you play as like a bunch of different characters, so kind of like William Faulkner's As I Lay Dying in a way. Mm-hmm. Like you get to play as Fontaine, you get to play as. Comstock, like different points of view, because Burial at the Sea did a lot of like timeline jumping and yeah. switching and stuff like that. It'd be interesting to see you play as different characters, kind of kind of along the lines of what you want, but seeing their stories kind of kind of like the movie Crash, where it all kind of comes together. Comes together. I mean, cool. You know, you know a lot of how the stories pan out with Comstock right. and Fox I know exactly and what I want now. Okay. I, but it would be like that, but it would include the mechanic, and Seth can vouch for this. I don't know if you guys played the Titanfall 2 campaign, but with the mechanic to switch between the timelines like you do with jumping between the past and the future in yeah. Titanfall 2, huh. which okay. is hands down still, in my opinion, possibly the best level in video games, one of it, it, Wait, it better than cool. that's highly better than World One One in Mario Bros. Uh, 
I mean, a lot. I remember. I have that like memorized, but. I mean, sure, that's a great level. Maybe it's maybe it's recency bias, but Titanfall Two, that that level is great. I could dig it. Also, they should have the giant robots like in Titanfall Two. Yeah. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. Biofall. Like. Biofall. Crossover. Titan Shock. Biofall. Uh, the lighthouse transforms <laughs> into a giant mech. I mean, I'm in with that. Does that answer there your we question? Go. No, I think that's I, definitely. What I think I would we've want. determined the the you story. Did it really answer my question? I did. Since what I would want as a prequel to since how we're doing weird theoreticals. Uh, what are the meteors going to do to Fortnite? What? <laughs> they're going to shut the game Who down. Cares? They're going <laughs> to game no longer exists. Now you much, have to pay eighty dollars for it. It makes way too much money for that. Who now. cares? But <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. There's a Fortnite. Heading, like, in Fortnite. At this like, point, now there's multiple uh, meteors. Yeah. They just, they just, they're, they're multiple the meteors? What is this? Bigger. Final Fantasy VII? Yeah. Yeah. I guess that was, That's what that was only be. one, though. It'll turn, they'll crash and turn the game into the Final Fantasy VII remake. And then you have to fight Genova. Yeah. yeah. Um. Dark Souls Remastered got delayed. For the, um, for the Switch. For the Switch. Um, probably just a little cleaning up on that, but, you know, that's fine. Make sure the game's good. I don't care if you delay something like that. And if you're going to play Dark Souls, you need to get good. Oh! <laughs> oh! And then, uh, I mean... I don't think this is a huge piece of news, but that's me. But apparently, Black Ops Four isn't going to have a story, which is kind of crazy. Is any, does anyone play for the story? No. But it, it is. You're it right. is a. It, it's still something. I remember. You guys remember the game Homefront? It yeah. came out yes, and yeah. it was only multiplayer, and everyone was like, oh, "How can you do such a thing?" It didn't help that the game was terrible, but it is. <laughs> I mean it. The the single player campaign, especially in the in the Call of Duty games, you know, they have been tacked on, but they 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 they've sort of been like a gesture to say, yeah, we're we're at least, you, you know, we're not completely mailing it in here. We're trying to we're trying to innovate or something, but yeah, just I to agree. get rid of it, it, it it's it, I I agree that people didn't play it, but it is it is it, it's still weird. They're trying to innovate the multiplayer and the zombies mode, man, and the inevitable Call of Duty battle royale. Mode. Can we can we segue to that, please? Because you stole the words right out of my mouth. <sighs> I just David side. Does everything now need a battle royale mode? Like, am I the? I can't be the only one who's like, okay. It doesn't like, matter if it needs yeah, it. Yeah, it's not. It's not a matter of me. Oh, so that's what the new Bioshock is going to be, Bioshock. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes. That would be crazy. It, it doesn't matter at this point if it needs it. And it's, if it's possible to put it on the, it, it will have it. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very, uh, huh. hmm. um, you know, it's infuriating. <laughs> it's... Can we guys shut up recording? I, shut the hell up! I will say, though, that it, it'll be interesting because, like, you would also assume that the new Battlefield is gonna have one, but it'll be yeah, interesting rumor, to yeah. see camera, when those come out and are inevitably, at least one of them will probably be a big hit. How, like, how, how that will eat into the market of games like uh, Fortnite and PUBG, which currently have a stranglehold on the, you know, on that market, but there hasn't been like a big mainstream developer with putting out a triple a AAA game with a dedicated battle royale mode so it'll be interesting to see who like who's switching the black ops to play it and who's staying on fortnite would would you wouldn't it be would you be able to argue though that fortnite has become a triple a game uh considering the studio that made it yeah i mean epic is is certainly they they're not chopped liver um but they're not like, they're not Activision, and I just mean like. You're right. I mean that makes sense. That it's makes it's That's interesting true. because Fortnite has become, you know, it's it's become become popular like through grassroots movements. Like, it 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 didn't have the 
the huge focus marketing campaign that a game like Black Ops 4 is going to have. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, it certainly Fortnite has a leg up, um, but, you know, we'll see. I just think it's inter- interesting. You know, there's going to be all these games getting in on it, and if it'll be interesting to see if they're uh, any, if they're successful at all. I mean, you look at a uh, you look at Radical Heights, uh, the what whoever that developer is who did those. Who was it? Lawbreakers. Yeah, Lawbreakers. That's a uh, Cliff Blazinski, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know they they were like, oh, we gotta we gotta make this. I think that what they put it together in like five months and and put it out in like early alpha. So. And it, and it apparently has some some cool mechanics, but it's just it, it it you don't you know you don't know if if anyone will be able to to break through. Lawbreakers player base vanished like yeah. within yeah. weeks. Yeah, you you gotta really think if anything, and this isn't hating or anything, but Call of Duty and Battlefield will probably mostly cannibalize. PUBG's group because frustratingly the main argument you see online is not which game is better because of actual content in the game it's you get a lot of people saying well Fortnite's not realistic looking and PUBG is so I'd rather play that Um, because there's still that going on for some reason and so I, I think if anything, it'll take from PUBG's share than Fortnite's. Um, but I could be wrong. I think anybody anybody who really is gung-ho for the Battle Royale genre will try it out. Oh, yeah, no, there will be a lot of people that play it. I, I don't think they're going to sell it separately or anything. No, it's going to yeah, come yeah. included. Yeah, yeah, that makes, that makes sense. Um, but, I mean, this this type of gameplay could also die out really fast. Yeah, we. We're only within like six months of it becoming big, six or months. huge. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. no, that's even a lie because it was at E3 last year. Mm-hmm. We're almost a year from that. Yeah, it's been it's been steadily going, but I think with Fortnite and PUBG launching on console, it's it's exponentially become like that that funny uh, that funny image that Seth sent in our group chat of all these games, Yoshi's Murder Island and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, surprisingly. Seth's not far off with that image because I wouldn't... I mean, obviously Nintendo wouldn't do it, but I wouldn't be surprised to see all the goofy games that said they have a Battle Royale. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Frankly, I think it would work. Splatoon, it would be perfect. I would play that. I think you have to have an interesting take on it, though. Um, And I... With with how with how satiated I am on battle royale modes, I think we gotta start incorporating like what's that mode in Halo where like is it where you become like the flood and then the zombie one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that like modes like that to me are more entertaining and immersive. That would be a really cool use of the hundred person map. Yeah, I think stuff like that would be would be uh, exponentially more fun. I'm a good old-fashioned horde mode guy. In fact, Bryce and I were watching Rick and Morty uh, the other day, and it's the episode where there's the parasites that are creating all the zany characters. Yeah. And they start killing all of them, and Bryce and I were like, where's this horde mode game? Yes. I would play that would be there. amazing. Um, so I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a good old-fashioned horde mode guy. Um, I just wanted to touch base on it. I figured uh, someone... Someone here and or out there has to be kind of satiated on everybody tap tapping into the battle royale craze. Or I'm wrong, and that's okay too. Think Destiny will I ever mean, get it? No. <sighs> I mean, it's hard. Like Bungie moves at a glacier's pace, and changing anything <laughs> to Destiny. So I can't imagine they they could put anything together really quick. But it seems yeah, like like are. with the at, at least in. You know they have the, these giant maps that are set up to handle multiple people. Um, already in the game, it, it it seems like it would be a natural fit, but you know who knows. No, you're right. I mean, it's really crazy if you think the way the games have evolved. Do you remember when Battlefield couldn't handle more than thirty-two versus thirty-two <laughs> on a system, and now we have fifty versus fifty whenever. Fortnite was doing that event, and I mean, even higher than that, probably soon. You know, it's it's kind of neat to go back and think about. I mean, I know they were doing it on PC, 
everyone will, you know, all the PC people will yell that, but on consoles, it's kind of just like, it's kind of neat to see that we've gotten here, at least. Um, I agree. And I'm excited to see when they'll finally bring Fortnite onto the Switch, uh, which, you know, it seems like a natural home for it. Gotta happen at some point. And totally off topic, I'm excited to play what's being toted as the best PS4 game so far. Hi, at least highest rated. Uh, yeah, God of War. In God of War. Yeah, it comes out Friday. Comes out tomorrow. You're right. But it comes. I'm, I'm getting it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to an I, open mic night that my buddy's hosting. So I can't wait to see so what kind of battle royale mode that game has. Dude, I would play that. <laughs> just Kratos. Yeah, just a bunch of Kratos. Kratos. <laughs> no, just one person's Kratos, and the rest are just minions. And then someone spawns in as his son. That would be so funny. <laughs> it would be funny. But, uh, how much time do we have? We got like 10 minutes. We want, we got to talk about, speaking of 10 and the Roman numeral of it, the Mega Man X collection is coming out July 26th. Ooh, that was, that was, that was quite a segue. Thank you. We've had a lot of good segues in this episode. I appreciate it. Yeah. try. We helped. Uh, <laughs> we were also there. Uh, we exist. Yeah, I couldn't do it without you guys. I appreciate that. Um, if I did an episode, just me, no one would listen to it. That's not true. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for this. Uh, like me and Seth have said, I mean, he can speak for himself, but these are, these are some of our favorite Mega Man games. May I, may I speak, Master? Yeah, yeah, go for it. <laughs> I do, I'm, right before you speak, Seth, I do. I am actually excited about this. I do want to play because I like knowing about the stuff that you guys are really fond mm-hmm. of. And I played Mega Man Soccer. Like that was my big Mega Man game. As stupid as that sounds, it's a good game. So I'd like, I'd like to take a dive into this and be able to communicate it. Communicate so you never guys. played any of the Mega Man X games? Nope. Oh man, they're good. Uh, the X games have to be. Some of the the key formative elements in my in my uh, gaming life. I'm pretty sure the original X is the first. Oh, I don't know. It's hard to tell. I, it's one of the first things I can remember a game that I I physically owned for myself. Hmm. And I was yeah. so excited when I got it. But then my parents went like out of the country, and so I had to stay at one of my friends' house, and I couldn't actually play the game. On that Super Nintendo until I got back. That's really sad. That sucks. That's also my adulthood. (laughs) 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 Gotta go to this job so I can't play this game that I just bought that I really want to play. But yeah, I own Mega Man X also. That's that's good. I'm glad glad you guys are going to get to play it. I'm excited too. I'm really hoping that it's not, and I don't think it is, but it's not the up-resed one. Okay. Like, I hope it's the old 8-bit, or 16-bit, whatever it was. What do you mean? Um, uh, like the up one that I bought on mobile. Oh, no, no, it's not. It's it's based on the Super Nintendo ones. They actually, um, Capcom announced that, that X3 is also based on the Super Nintendo version rather than the PS3 version. Or, P, or play, nice. PS1. PS3, what am I saying? Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say that. Whoa! I don't, I don't remember it being that much of a jump, um, but that's good to know. That's really. There's actually one thing that disappoints me about the collection. Um, so a while, many years ago, Capcom released uh, the Mega Man X collection on like PS2 and GameCube and Xbox, um, and there was this thing where if you I think you had to beat all the games, but you unlocked Mega Man Battle and Chase, which was this kart racing game that had never been before released in in North America, and it was it was this awesome game, and I loved playing it, and but of course it's not on this one, so it kind of disappoints me. Would you guys be opposed? You know, at the end of Dead Rising Three, you can unlock the Mega Man armor. Have you guys ever seen that? Yeah. Yes. Would you guys be opposed to like a real life, like that kind of looking Mega Man game? Oh gosh. <laughs> I actually probably would. Uh, a while back, there was like um, some some footage leaked of, I think it was, it was a a pitch that Retro did to Capcom of a of a first person you know realistic looking Mega Man X game. Um, and I don't know. 
It, I, I'm sure, like Retro is good developers, and they did, and they successfully transitioned Metroid into first person. So I'm sure it wouldn't have been bad. But I think the the part, the way that it looks, um, is so, you know, it, it's it's such a a big part of the characters. I think um, right. that it would be it would be a, a very different experience if if it was changed. I got gotcha. you. That makes sense. But yeah. All right. That's all the news I really had. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of tried to cover as much as possible. I agree. I agree. We're two months out from E3. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. That is exciting. I'm super excited to sit down on my couch and watch it. Me too. And excited to have episodes where we predict and get wrong what's going to happen. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Those are always fun episodes. We'll do those like a couple weeks before. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, uh, Destiny Two has apparently temporarily added six v six PvP. Yeah. Uh, what they said they weren't going to do. So. They're trying. I forgot. I own that game. They're really trying. <laughs> so I know. I know we're 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 coming up against it. But I've I've actually been, in in the past week or so, I for some reason I kept thinking of of Destiny Two a lot. Um. It has. They, it's popped up in my mind. They announced too. that uh, that the the date that Warmind is coming out, the the next DLC, and is it? I'm sure it's just me, but I swear it's been so much longer between you know DLC and expansions than it was in in Destiny Year One. Um, I mean that may not be accurate, but it it just seems like there's been long stretches where nothing is going on. Um, and again, that that you know Bungie does move really slowly. But it's weird, like, comparing it to when I played Destiny 1, and I literally didn't play at all um, the first two the first two expansions um, until Taken King came out. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, was, that was me, too. I swear, it seems like I, I've played that game more, even with that huge gap, than I, than, than, than I have. Like, it seems like I've waited a whole lot longer to, to get back in the game uh, with Destiny 2. I don't know. Um, I'm checking it out. It looks like... Let's see. Dark Below was released December 9th, which was about right, with the first DLC. And then, yeah, House of Wolves was released May 19th. Huh. They're, they're on the same... That's interesting. I think it's more so that there was more content still in the first one, man. That may be. We played it a lot more. Yeah. I, 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 so I was trying to think like what what they could have done to make it better because I it it's weird like I don't I don't think it Destiny Two as it is or as it was released was a bad game. In fact, I played a lot of it and and the story mode was was pretty enjoyable. But I'm trying to th- but it, it's weird how it just sort of has this kind of funk around it. And I've been trying to think. Um, and one of the things. Like I, I, I remembered it earlier when when we were talking about Far Cry Five, but as much as like, um, we we grew to hate the the the, the way that that game worked with the story. I feel like that would be, um, that would have been like a successful way to actually do to to implement it in Destiny Two, to where you know you you do stuff and then the story comes to you rather than you having to go go do the story in places because it's it's right. weird like i don't know i a problem with those games is that you know there's there's so much to do that the story can kind of take a back seat um and it may just feel like that in destiny because the story was so unspectacular but mm-hmm. i don't know i was trying to think and and i was thought i remember i i, I tweeted about it like what if <laughs> what if um Destiny 2 was as good as Halo 2. But I wonder if if it would have been a, a better game if they had just made it like a a straight-up Halo-style FPS rather than this huge <laughs> sprawling RPG thing. I don't know. We'll never know. Yeah. Yeah, that's the frustrating thing. Um, so real quick, before David brings it home and says all the stuff he doesn't want to say... I want to pose everybody with a question real quick because I had an interesting first-time experience today, uh, and I wasn't on the cast the past couple of weeks. Was it cocaine? Talk- 
No, it was not cocaine. Uh, you guys talked about Spider-Man, which everybody on this cast knows is my guy, uh, point blank. Um, the amounts of money I've spent on Spider-Man anything is I don't want to know. I don't want the tally. I don't want the total. don't want even a frequency count of how many times I've done it. But that's my guy. Um, and I bought my, I pre-ordered my first collector's edition ever today, and it was for the upcoming Spider-Man game. Did it come with a dynamic theme? It does come with a theme, and I thought of you. <laughs> I literally saw it on the sheet. Spider-Man PS4 dynamic theme, and I'm like, that's going to be so bad. Uh. Dude, that banter, that banter of the dynamic theme was top shelf, dude. I was laughing hysterically. But anyways, so I wanted to pose a question to you guys, because I actually don't know this. What was the first collector's edition you ever bought? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, man. Um, Thanks. I think the first collector's edition I ever bought was Halo Reach. What'd that one come with? Um, I actually, I've never bought the yes. one that comes with the statue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I bought the Halo Reach that was uh, like the middle one. Okay. Okay. What about you, Seth? What about you, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I've always kind of strayed away from the collector's editions just because I didn't want to spend money on the extra stuff. But I know that I'm sure there are, there are other um, DS games that I've done it on. But I know that the the like Adventure Time games on on Nintendo DS they were versions <laughs> that came with like a steel book. Um, yeah, we bought those. Okay. I know that I got those. I'm sure there are other ones, but those are that's the those are the ones I can recall. Also, Seth and I had the uh, privilege of me working at GameStop. That's true. Mm-hmm. So um, little do they they don't tell you this, but they'll eventually decide that the collector's editions are not worth keeping on the shelf. And so they'll have you uh, just make the game and you're supposed to throw away the statues and stuff, but they let you keep them if you want. That's cool. And so Seth has, I don't work at GameStop, so I figured, you know. Seth has the Assassin's Creed Black Flag statue. Yep, yep. Uh, I had for a while a couple of the statues that I just eventually threw away because I didn't need them and they're not all that high of quality usually i'm sure they're not that's the frustrating the the marcus phoenix statue looked really cool for the i think it was the gears of war 3 collectors did you buy that one because it lit up that was one of the first ones that lit up and people lost their minds i've been stalking the songbird statue to try and buy for andrea and it's so much money yeah like nobody wants to get rid of it like they're selling it for 180 dollars and i'm like that's more than the collector's edition was worth when it came out (laughs) i just thought that'd be an interesting question uh spider-man's my guy so i'm looking at it knowing that it's not worth 150 dollars to most but to me it's definitely worth 150 so i usually buy the ones that like if it's a collector's edition and it comes with the season pass it, it, it does so it comes with like, the additional levels the three story chapters so destiny 2 is my recent one uh, pretty much every halo since halo 3 mm-hmm. um I, I buy those like middle ones that come with extra stuff, but it's mainly just the season pass. Gotcha. I did do that for Far Cry 5, but this one, it was just an interesting experience for me because I asked Andrea and she's like, dude, it's Spider-Man. Like any other game, she'd probably be like, nah, you don't need it. But with this game, she's like, yeah, I totally endorse you buying it. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what the statue is yet. I'm sure they'll announce it at E3, but either way, it's going to fit perfectly into my million other Spider-Man things I have. So I just thought that'd be an interesting question to ask you guys. I bet. David? Wait. I bet it'll be a statue of Spider-Man. Oh, my bad. My bad. I didn't mean to do that. What'd you say, I bet it'll be a statue of Spider-Man. No way, dude. What if it's a mile statue, though? That'd be sweet. That'd be tight. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. That's okay. So my first uh, collector's edition was the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition with the comic book. Nice. Oh, okay. And then the next one was Bioshock. You bought a Bioshock collector's edition? It has it has all three of the. It's the one. Well, that's not really a collector's edition. The one right? that ported over to the PlayStation with all yeah, the games. Collector's edition, I mean, is like like God of War's collector's edition is like create the Kratos statue with the. But what's the one David was talking about? Where it didn't come with the statue? 
the like middle ones that come with the DLC. Like the lots of Usually it comes with like a book. Okay, okay um, so that's like the Tomb Raider one. You never bought a collector's edition. I think you bought a deluxe. Yeah, because yeah, the Tomb Raider one just came with the book, and then the Bulletstorm one just has all the DLC. Yeah. My collector's buddy William Dong bought the Call of Duty that had the, the RC car. Camera RC oh, car. Oh, yeah. I remember that day. No, it was an RC car. Oh, RC car? Cool. He also so bought an Xbox that day. Yeah, I remember that. All right, David, tell them what to do. Share this episode on Facebook and any other social media. We'd appreciate it. You can find us at Suplex the Sticks on all social media. And uh, um, I took down the Patreon uh, just because we don't need it anymore. We appreciate all the support you guys gave us. Um, but with... The episode's becoming infrequent and random, um, and we're trying to re- reconfigure some things, um, try to figure out new ways to get content to you guys, um, so be patient with us while we do that. Um, uh, if you have ideas of what you guys would like, whether it be like YouTube videos or shorter, uh, multiple shorter podcasts during the week, um, let us know. Um, but other than that, uh, you know, just support us by sharing with your friends. That's more than enough. Um, and rating us on whatever you use to listen to us. And we love to see the listens. Yeah. So is there any special way you wanted to end the episode, Seth? Well, uh, yes, I would like to say to Shinya Takahashi, the producer of the Wave Race series, who recently said that that the, the game might make a return on the Nintendo Switch. I would like to tell you, sir, uh, do it. Do it now. You <laughs> will have so much of my money. Uh, bring would back Wave Race. Would you give him a wet kiss on the I face? will give you a wet kiss, and I will buy the collector's edition, which I assume will come with a, an actual jet ski. Uh, what? <laughs> that's what I was just thinking. I'm like, that thing better come with an actual jet ski. That was good. Awesome. All right, have a good one, guys. See you guys. Bye. Bye-bye.